Welcome to episode 56 of the Clubhouse, or the Lawrence Taylor, Mark Burley episode, Couple of Legends. <laughs> I am your host, TJ Brut- Brutler. Jesus. What's going on there? <clears throat> the Brutler. The Brutler. Either way, I'm your host. Sitting next to me is Dill. Dill, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Sitting next to uh, good old TJ Butler, dude. That's that's wild. Hey, that's, that's, why, that's why we have a warm up, you know. I'm choking on this tea I got here. Yeah. It's good, but it's a little hot. And but that's kind of what I, <laughs> what I need here. Well, warm me, warm me up a little bit. It's yeah, a little chilly for April. Cincinnati has been pretty cold the last uh, the last week. So yeah. we had like what three days of like 80 degree weather. Yeah, it was so and nice. Then, just perfect, and then we had this huge drop, yeah, we had and then we had some reality. like some tornado like weather, yeah, some good. some naders, some naders. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of naders, Doge in Cleveland. How's we the have storms up here? We we're featuring some naders. How's the yeah. nadering? Probably not. It good. was alright. We had some crazy windstorms, but uh, it's it's calmed down a little bit. But we were getting some hail. Wasn't quite golf ball size, but I'd say gun ball sized hail. Oh, that's still more than more than you want or need. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely <laughs> making me appreciate having a garage spot where I was parked because it was coming down. So yeah, no doubt, I'm gonna see. This isn't from this storm, but there was a car that always parked in this parking garage at a place that I worked at that was like serious hail damage, and it's. Absolutely, like the car's ruined. Like it's the entire body is just shot. So I'm gonna see if I can find that picture, or if I did take a picture, in fact, of it. Uh, it was like a blue or dark blue or black Volvo, and it was newer. Actually, it might have been red. I'm thinking it might have been red now. I don't know. I'm gonna have to find it, but I remember it was a Volvo, and uh, it was it was dude. It sucks what that stuff can do. Yeah, man. It's wild. In Ohio, we haven't really had, or Cincinnati, I feel like we haven't had it a whole lot. Knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, not not hail like you see in the movies or, you know, like the huge golf ball size or gumball, I don't know, like. You're, you better quit talking because you're going to jinx us here, dog. I can feel it. I don't know. I hope we don't get that weather, but I agree. We haven't had anything bad yet. It was a pretty light winter and. But now, maybe we're in second winter. Second <laughs> winter. Um, yeah, right. The baseball season never started, so the weather didn't know it would turn on. Exactly, right. It's just like, what's going on? We need some ball. Yeah, they need sports. Um, the weather needs sports. We all need sports, especially Mother Nature, no doubt. We need it. She just needs people out and about. But, uh... We can't get, we can't be out and about. So instead of being out and about, we're gonna give you a good show here on the clubhouse. Brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of the clubhouse and the Pick and Roll Report. Cheap Seats, Superior Sports. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I'm your host Tej. We got Dill. We got Doge in the house. Uh, just the boys tonight. We've got a great show for you. Um, in the first half, we're gonna talk about the NBA, how they're getting kind of creative. With uh, trying to entertain their fans, we appreciate that from them, even though uh, it's been some interesting competition, to say the least. And uh, second half, we're just going to bust out the wheel of debate for you folks and uh, 
come up with some takes, see what we got. So, <clears throat> first things first, as always, let's stretch it out, let's warm it up. And uh, Doge, I know you want the ball, so I'm going to swing it to you. What do you got for us? Yeah, with the, with the way the quarantine's been, obviously not having live sports to tune into, just really been enjoying a lot of the different replays that we've had. Uh, currently sitting here with the with the Kirk Gibson uh, pinch hit home run World Series game going on in the replay right now. Um, just got some good shots of him just chilling on the bench, but we know he's coming in soon, so that'll be exciting. <laughs> um, I was missing the Masters last weekend, man, but we got a lot of cool Masters highlights and replays, so uh, it was cool to kind of relive some of those experiences. You really don't get a whole lot of real look back on some events like that, just besides highlights and, and other things. So to get to see full rounds and, and coverage of some pretty legendary runs, uh, right. you know, it's a unique experience. Would prefer to have the real thing, the live event going on, but... If not, I feel like a lot of networks have really been doing a good job of just taking you back to some other moments that maybe you missed before or that you would like to relive again. So been really enjoying that that piece of the quarantine, I guess. No, that's been super cool to like just see all the replays and like I know like if it's an old school game, I I like to tune in just because it's probably something I haven't seen before, which I like. And then um, <clears throat> obviously some of the greater games you can relive, like you're saying, it's always exciting. So. Uh, pretty cool to see all the stuff they're busting out and all the different things they're they're trying to find as well. So, um, speaking of other things they're trying to do, um, they did a little two K tournament and uh, Devin Booker was the winner there. So, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, ladies and gentlemen, hand up. I was wrong about Devin Booker. Uh, seems like a great dude. Uh, he was trash talking everybody like in a fun way. Um, also chit chatting with people. Um, a big fan of the way he plays 2K. Like, he always, like, addresses his players. Like, he's actually the coach. Like, that's how I kind of play, which is hilarious. So, funny to see, him, like, an actual NBA player, like, playing a similar style um, that I would play. But, uh, um, obviously, you know, dude dropped 70 on the Celtics, so I got to give him credit for that. I kind of always would diss him on that. So, toss him up for that. But more importantly, uh, Devin Booker recently named Special Olympics Global Ambassador um, his sister Maya has uh, deletion syndrome, where her body is missing part of chromosome number 22, um, and she's a big part of the Special Olympics. So he said that she motivates me every day, and I'm humbled to be a part of the Special Olympics, a global organization with a mission to help spread awareness about the abilities of people with intellectual disabilities. So major shouts out to Devin Booker. Sounds like a super good dude. Um, was hilarious on the 2K, like I said. And I am now officially team. Let's get Devin Booker on a good team. Because uh, the Suns are a terrible organization. Let's get him out of there. So, um, Devin, it's not your fault. Let's get him out of there. Um, so, shouts out to Devin Booker. And it was definitely fun watching him uh, in the 2K thing, which I know we're going to get into here in a little bit. So, Dill, uh, I'll pass it to you for the warm-up. What do you got? So, speaking of 2K, just seeing these guys play, I don't really play video games a whole lot, but you know, every once in a while I get the uh, video game bug and... Sure. You know, uh, seeing these guys compete and being like, okay, you know what, let's let's play a little 2K. So I know I've been asking Teach, hey, you want to play a little 2K? And uh, recently, actually, been a little uh, NHL, a little Chell. Sure. Which uh, is super funny because on NHL, they refer to themselves like as Chell. Like they have a section. Right. Just C H E L, just Chell. So, 
Well, don't forget the FIFA League, dude. You're, well, you know, we haven't hit on that, that a little bit, but yeah, yeah, that's been uh, that's been something that just frustrating results. Yeah, I suck at FIFA. That's probably one of the worst games. I think you'll have better luck, honestly. After to, resetting I'm those talk strategy, but to like make your phone a mobile hotspot and playing rather than trying to use the Wi-Fi here, dude. Because that's, I think, your issue. The amount of glitching and stuff, like... It's too funny. It's... It's hilarious, dude. Bad. Hilarious. I've I've not completed four games because they've just, like... It says your, like, session is timed out and your games are no longer synced or something like that. Yeah, you just keep being logged out, which is hilarious. Which is... so brutal. So it's, like, even though these games that, like... A couple of them I've been, like, getting shat on and, like, the other ones, like, (laughs) I've been, like, somewhat competitive with... But, you know, whatever the results would be, it would just be nice to be able to complete these games and get them over with if I'm not going to be able to move on to whatever next round there is. Because whenever we would do our FIFA seasons in college, though, I was always bottom of the table chilling. <laughs> I mean, it was brutal. It sucks because I know what I'm supposed to do, but I feel like for that game, it's always something that like comes down to like the game doesn't end up doing what I try to do. Like, in my head. Because I'm not good with video games, so, like, I don't know how to execute with the controller, per se, I guess. So. It all looks great in, in the concept you're, you're looking to go do. And then the execution, that's where I lack. <laughs> Fail. Dude, the amount of shots that I have versus on goal, I'll have, like, two shots, no goals, and, like, 14, like, shots. You know what I mean? Because I have two on goal, and, like, right. I miss 12. And it's like, dude, oh, my God. It's not always that bad, or it's always it could be worse actually. So it's it, that's a middle of the range game. Sure. Well, I'm rooting for you, Dale. Everybody loves a good underdog story. Don't Dude, I had oh, there were a couple close ones I've had. Yeah, was it? You wanna, was you it Jandy? I'm calling him out on the pod. I'm calling him out on the pod. No. Doge, this is the funniest shit you'll ever hear because you know who this is. You know this guy. Duncan has is in a part of this FIFA league. <laughs> has not responded to one text message after the draft and has not played one single game. And we are got to be month and a half into this. We yeah, started this up like the first week COVID started. Like, we're like week five or six. Right. We're deep in this now. Where people have played like, I don't know, probably 15, 20 games and are sitting playing friendlies and dude hasn't played a game. So, Duncan, get your games in, son. What the heck? Unbelievable. How many have you played? I've played more than you for sure. I think I've played eight or nine. Yeah, I've only I've, I've only been able to complete I think three. I'm saving my last two for for patch. Three or four. The Butler bash to end it all. I saw Duncan on in the in the morning a few days ago. Maybe you just got to get some AM matches in with him. Maybe you gotta text us back, home dog. Dude. We might need He's just ghosting to... the league. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We might have to sell his roster off. That's the worst part. Or get somebody to like join in late with that roster, which kind of sucks for somebody. I'll just switch them and take that roster. And funny as hell. Maybe just... if FIFA goes on sale, I'll just swing it and take his team. Yeah, do swipe it in there. We'll talk about it. I wonder what I wonder what FIFA runs these days. If I were to try to get it on the store. Listen, you could just log in. All we gotta do is just let you log in as somebody who's got it. Yeah. Like you could just be like, "Yo, I'm I'm about to play a game with whoever. I need a login, and then we'll just send you one." 
We're just talking about this. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Duncan, this is your final warning. You've got yeah, this is how this is what we have to go to through Duncan. We have to talk about how we're gonna get someone else to play. <laughs> and it would be kind of a burden, and like it wouldn't even be easy, you know. Wow. Hard sale there. All right, let's move on to the first half. We can't waste our time on Duncan anymore. Wow. Can't can't do it. Oh no. Can't do it. Won't do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we allegedly will not have sports till maybe September. Is what Brian Windhorse is saying. That's what he got fined for. We'll see if that comes true, but. The NBA fined him for saying that, so maybe there's some truth to that, maybe not. But uh, in the absence, they've tried to put on some fun events. So, um, topic number one, we had a little horse event that happened uh, this past Sunday. So, uh, Paul Pierce, Zach Levine, Chris Paul, Mike Conley, um, <clears throat> who else do we have? Uh, Chauncey Billups, Trey Young, we had Tamika Catchings. And then Ali um, Quigley. Quigley, yes, that's her name. Um, we're all a part of this event. So two WNBA players. We had some uh, ex NBA stars and some current NBA guys. Um, and so let's just go around and say who you think is going to win after um, Chauncey Billups, Zach Levine, Ali Quigley, and Mike Conley advanced, and then just what your thoughts uh, were of the event. Um, so I'll go. Uh, I'll go first here for, um, oh, do we, I guess we got to talk about the 2K too. Which one do you want to talk about first, guys? We can horse it. Let's do horse first and we'll go to 2K. So, um, horse was, for me, it was just all right. I, I enjoyed the concept of it. I, I like that. Um, when I saw Mark Jones on there, I wasn't super excited, but he actually was better than I thought. So, shouts out to Mark Jones. Um, Hell yeah! But God, like the the start of it just was so poor because Trey Young, I hate to say it, man, he was really poor with his creativity. Um, a lot of the same shots, um, and like the same shots in a row to try to just like kind of like I understand the competitive nature where you want to win, so I get it. Chauncey Billups didn't hit the left-handed free throw. You want to pop it again, like good for you. But come on, man, like. First of all, he ended up losing anyway, so good on Chauncey, the veteran, to bust out some tricky shots. Like the bank three, I thought that was great. That's an old man move. Um, Allie did it too. She did? Yeah, she said it's old school. That's what she did. She goes, I'm going to do old school bank. and then like. Yeah, that's funny. Because Pierce called it out too, which is hilarious. So it yeah. is kind of old school. Um, but And then Mike Conley was similar. He was better than Trey Young, but he was not as uh, creative as I would have liked. Like, these guys have really cool handles. Like, really, nobody really used, utilized the handles. Zach, Zach Levine was, was cool. He yeah. did the most stuff. And Paul Pierce had some good handles stuff, too. Um, Zach Levine with some off the backboard, like, reverse layups. Like, pretty intense stuff where, like, he's like, I'm just going to be an out athlete of Paul Pierce. He had some deep shots as well. So, it was nice. But it could have been better for sure if they had some guys who um, – you know, we're a little bit more creative. Maybe did some more research on some cool stuff, but overall, I, I can't really knock it because it was something I was going to tune in to watch because there's nothing else to watch, and it did uh, keep me entertained for the most part because um, in these events, I'm just looking for the side convos between the players, like a little bit of trash talk or like 
they like tell you about like Chauncey talked about Chauncey Billups how he got his nicknames and then Paul Pierce and Zach Levine did a little tour of their workout areas and like uh, Paul Pierce has like this little bowling area with all his jerseys and stuff so that was cool to see but otherwise not the best event but I enjoy that they're doing something so still what is your take on uh, the horse event and uh, you know successful not um, would you watch it again are you gonna tune in Thursday for the final and the semifinal? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I, I'm in agreement with you as far as the side conversation. I think that it's also cool just to see kind of like into the lifestyle of these people that we see as like an unreal lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like these majority of these people have been making millions of dollars or are making millions of dollars, have played professionally where you do make some sort of money. Um, it was definitely cool like <laughs> it was at their houses. Like that was definitely Yeah, sweet. like just seeing kind of like, okay, like, I I've seen Levine's like compound of things that he has to do, I guess, up in Washington. Right. Um, so I don't know, just seeing all the people in their natural habitats at home. Like Paul Pierce's house was super funny with him saying, like, where you know, like where's your half court? Uh, when Levine was saying that to Paul and Paul's like, Oh, you want me to go to like the middle of the, the pool? pool? Like right. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So He's like, I'm the only guy in LA with a Celtics court. Like, yeah. That was super funny. Right, too. right. And then <laughs> Because it, he's like, yeah, man, like this, it, you know, it never rains here, and this court's a little slick, and uh, you know, it's a little the conditions and stuff. So, so I don't know. Seeing Paul Pierce uh, with the just classic, having an excuse, like I mean, like no, it was classic Pierce. Yeah, like just being the old guy. Like I mean, yeah. I don't want it, but I want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what he's saying. Like it's just funny. But at the same time, I'm with him. You know, if it's a slick surface, that's not normally you slick. You would absolutely be doing the same thing. Yeah, like, especially, like... <laughs> you would, for sure. Yeah, because, like, tearing my ACL, like, I'd be like, yeah, with it being a little slick like this, like, you know, I don't know about... I mean, I know Paul hasn't done that. He's a professional athlete, but... Right. It's the same, same head, you know, headspace, so... Right. uh Overall, pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, definitely going to tune in, if available, on, what, Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, just competition, you know? Yeah, that's what I I'm had, I had I think so much fun round playing would be a lot better, I think. I had so much fun playing 21. Yeah. You know, know, we have a little basketball hoop outside Doge, you know, I think you've parked by it before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now that it's uh, a little bit nicer out, we had some basketball going on and the guy that we played had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, that was wild. But I mean, he did, but not really. Did so. He did. No. He was playing, but I don't think he had any idea what he was supposed to be. I don't. I don't think he knew how to win. He had no idea what the heck was going on. He saw us jumping and trying to like tip the balls too, and he's just like, "We're playing with this what? guy." He just randomly showed up, Doge, or he might have been there before. He was there, but he was just like sitting by the side. Like he he plays there quite often. But I saw him today. Actually, waved to him. He said, "What's up?" But he didn't actually say what's up. <laughs> right. Because he doesn't speak any English. So that's what was interesting. Not even like one word. Dude, when, whenever like we were trying to do like points and score, and he would sit there and go like, and go. Uh, I was trying to like do like a count like with my hands. Kept putting his head. Uh, but he like played. He stuck with it. It was fun. But like, yeah, he had no idea what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. It was funny though. He kind of like picked it up a little bit, but not. Right. Like enough to where he would have ever won. You know, unfortunately. He would have no idea if he won. We could right. we could lie that you know out the ass to him and just be like, "Yo, you got zero. And he's like, "Yep, <laughs> okay." Not that we did that. No, yeah. no, we didn't do that. 
No, that's funny. We did tip him a lot, but... I don't think on Bert, like, yeah, I mean... You just have to miss your, or make your free throws, that's all. Make shots. Yeah. Get your shots up. We didn't really get tipped a whole lot. Dogemeister, what did you think of the old horse event? (laughs) Admittedly, did not tune in on Sunday night to watch any of it. I, uh... Got caught up in the Easter celebrations and, and talking to friends and family and stuff and just didn't wind up catching it. Uh, seems like a pretty cool concept. Look forward to watching uh, the, the next round here in a couple days. So we'll give that a look. But, uh, you know, just finding an excuse to watch something different uh, will be cool. But right. don't have a lot of takes on the first round, unfortunately, because I did not catch it. <laughs> You were saying you were like J.J. Redick, who, uh, I mean, I guess you you didn't watch it all, but J.J. Redick, I saw tweeted out, like, he watched it for, like, five minutes. He's like, nope, I'm done. This sucks. Like, I'm not watching this, um, which is hilarious, which is funny because that was when Trey Young and Chauncey Billups were going, and it wasn't creative and fun. Like, after that, it got, like, a lot more entertaining. So yeah. I could totally see people tuning out um, for that reason. But the, the only thing that sucked is, like, okay, the matchups, like, Okay, uh, Tamika Catchings was in Indianapolis playing outdoors. Yeah, right. It's so windy. With a bunch of wind, and Conley's inside at in some Columbus, gym. In Columbus, yeah, in his own gym. So it's like... It's like, how the heck is he in this competition? <laughs> you know. Uh, who else was inside? There was one more, I think, inside. Uh, was it Chris Paul then? Because I don't think so. I'm blanking. It had to be Chris Paul. Am I lying? I could be lying. It had to be lying, then. Anyway. It wasn't Quigley, was it? No, she's outside of room. And every, all the other dudes are outside. Okay. They went inside for Pearson Levine, but not like played. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I think moving forward, are we doing that? Little predictions? Yeah, who you got? I'm really, dude, gonna come big shot, man. I want big shots so bad. I love his I love his style. Like he does like the weird, like, okay, you have to bank it with no rim. You have to do this. You have to and do like, like a spinning off the foot, left hand hook shot, a bank like that kind of stuff. Where you have to add those like second, third, fourth tier like skills technically. My favorite. Mm. Oh, go ahead. No, I was say rather than just like oh I'm gonna shoot a free throw. My favorite non Paul Pierce uh, thing that happened um, was when Billups is talking to Mark Jones. Like Mark Jones is like Chauncey, come over here and tell us about this. Blah blah. blah. And Chauncey's like. I know what you're doing, Mark. I just made two in a row. You're trying to cool me down. No way. We need to get back out here. Come on. I'm an old man. I can't cool off like this, uh, which was really funny. So um, I, I hope we get more of that, and I hope we get a, a lot more, not a lot more creativity, but some more creativity. Because um, there was some, but I think we could get a lot more. I hope fans are sending stuff in, because Levine said he got a lot of his ideas from fans. So hopefully more fans are doing that, too, because that sounded like a, a good idea. Um, <clears throat> Speaking of fans, Trey Young just sent out his phone number. It's a bot, dude. It's a bot. Oh, wow. Pat said it was. I'm gonna I'm gonna text it anyway to see if he wants to be on the pod. Maybe I should do that now. I'll do it. I'll do it mid. I'll do it at halftime. Doge, we're gonna have to group text him, all three of us, so he'll be the fourth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think it could work. Out into a group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for the fans that didn't know, Trey Young put his number out there, or a number out there, depending on. Um, if it's actually his, just to text him for during the time of the COVID if you're bored, because he's bored as well. So, um, I wonder if you save it, if there's a Snapchat associated with it from the phone number. Find out. We're going to find out. Yeah. 
We're going to do some digging. Stats team's on it as we speak. Um, <clears throat> as we speak. Moving on to the other event. The 2K event. Um, so... Ronnie? Yeah, I'm just going to... I'll take it out right now. I'll Get take out, out there. I'm going to take the flamethrower out right now. This event, I'm going to say one thing, was very good. And very entertaining. I will say that as well. If they would have had a few minor changes, it could have been an incredible event. One thing that absolutely was terrible about it, how in the world did they let the actual stock 2K sound play in the background like while they had the guys playing? Like It was just like the normal 2K, like Bucks, like if you're playing with the Bucks, like the same announcers doing the same thing every time. Like Chris Middleton, he's sacrificing this year. You know, but that's what it means to be an all-star. That's why he was an all-star. He's not getting as many points and shots, but as you can see, he's more efficient, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I've heard this six times because everybody uses the Bucks, um, which is hilarious. But the person we have to roast by far and without question is flipping Ronnie 2K. He could not have been a worse host. I mean, he just did he had no energy. I mean... I'll just do the rest of my talking like Ronnie 2K just sits there and he talks like this and he doesn't really say much and he doesn't really have any energy. So this is Clay Thompson and Devin Booker in their matchup. Uh, a lot of threes in the first half, so let's see if they can keep it up. Moving on to the second half. It's like, dude, this is like maybe the biggest esports event that's ever happened Like in terms of like people watching it. You know, I'm sure that's probably wrong, but like, a lot of people are watching this, or like a different... A new demographic. A, yeah, a new demographic, at least, for sure. Yeah. Maybe the biggest 2K event, at least, for sure. Um, you know, with the NBA players involved, too. Um, and not to mention, he literally called Boogie a dickhead on a live stream and, like, said he was annoying and didn't really want him in the event. And it's like, dude, how can you, like, be ungrateful to the people that are, like, helping you out with your event, too? And it's like, this guy just seems like such a bum... And I can't believe that he's somehow the face of 2K when he's just so boring. Like, never any inflection in his voice. Never, like, it just seemed like he didn't give a shit. You know? I don't know. I just, he's got to go. You can't be calling the players dickheads. And you and if you're going to put on an event like this, like, you got to have some energy and you got to break it down. Like, show us some stats. Like, have an actual stat team. Be like, dang, dude. Uh, DeAndre Ayton has made, you know, four threes in this first half. I wonder what uh, Devin Booker's going to do here to kind of shut him down or, well, you know, vice versa. I mean, so this is this is how better. he would say those. Yeah. Well, we have four, four threes made here in the first half. We'll see how they can make less threes and stop them in the second half. Uh, back to even, the action. He wouldn't even give I, that much detail, though. He'd be like, oh, we're going to head over. Um, I can't even do it. Oh, we're going to head over here to Doge. So, uh, Doge, what's it like in Cleveland, man? Dude, I couldn't tell if that was running 2K or Andrew Luck. So similar. They're pretty much <laughs> the same boring level, but at least Andrew Luck can, like, inflect his voice. Um, I can't even do a good Ronnie 2K because I can't be that flipping boring. So the thing that sucks about him calling uh, Boogie a dickhead is that this guy is like just a, in my mind, a nothing. So like if Boogie says anything back, it's like you're just giving him something. So he's like, Boogie can't even say anything because it's like, exactly. who the fuck cares? Right. 
He's, yeah, because he bo- if Boogie reacts, then it's like a story. But it's like n- nothing because it's Ronnie 2K. But like yeah. people know now that like uh, like 2K people know. But it's like, I don't know. It's just so ridiculous. If, because, it, it, you know, in the reverse of that, like if he was someone who's like, it's like, oh shit, let's have a beef. I would love to have 2K beefs. Like, let's settle this shit. Have Ronnie play. You know, let's see him play. I guess he plays with guys all the time, but I would love to see him play Boogie out or like, I don't know, like one on one, that would be great. Somebody who's good. I mean, like, I'd like to see them on the the court. Just him and Ronnie on the court. Just see what happens. Like an actual one on one. Yeah, put him on the court. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, Blacktop, like two on two. He was all right, but he wasn't very coordinated. He made like a couple layups. Yeah, I was going to say, he looks tall. No way he's that tall. He's taller than I expected. He's so lame, dude. He's so freaking lame. Yeah. I was so upset. Because he reads straight off of something. Yes, he's like, he's reading it, too. It's it's And, uh... Oh, my God. The next thing coming up here, we have two teams... Dude, it's just... Anyway, if you know, you know. That's what the push says. I think they just were probably like, you know what? Nobody's going to watch this. That's probably what they thought. Dude, ESPN hot so just blows it on their announcers. That's what it is. Yeah, they're, boys doing, down they're not doing well. College, they do well, but that's about it. Do they? I think so. Kirk and the boys. It's yeah, but that's ESPN and ABC. That's well, that's what I'm saying though. Prime time. I'm talking, but that's what this would have been. This is a prime time event right but now. We're, then we're saying on. Disney, then because that's all of them, right? Like how is I'm trying to think of who would have done this. So who would who would you have do this? Rachel Nichols. Rach though. Someone, somebody who knows it. I think okay. Here's a good one. What about old Rich Jeff? Yeah, I think Rich Jeff. Yeah, I mean like if he did him and Channing would be really good. Or like Popovich if he was in on it. Pop would be just as entertaining as Ronnie Two K, but it'd be Pop, so it would be worth it. But it's like he's not. Playing this shit like he doesn't even know what the fuck this is. Probably he's just That's like talking like, to the guys. It would be funny because Pop he's just would a, just be a, like a mediator of conversation, right? And him reading this stuff off would be just as like slow. I don't ironic. think so. No, because he would do it just to be annoying in, in Pop way and be funny. Like he just exactly. He like would, it would be funny. It wouldn't be annoying, Ronnie Two K. Like I'm telling you, it would have energy though. Like you know what I mean? Okay, it would be so, the same monotone. Like so, who else? Who else? Who else? Shaq. Shaq? Yeah, but we can't get the TNT guys in at an ESPN event. It's true. Like, that's the problem. All right. But those are the 2K guys, though, so that's why it's like... Right. Yeah. Could we get the 2K guys without Chuck? Like, could we just maybe? get the TNT crew? Because if we had those guys breaking it down at halftime in the before and after the game, like it was a real game of like 2K, that'd be really funny. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. It's going to be Ernie and Shaq. Right. <laughs> Super funny. But, like, of course not. <laughs> or if you have somebody who's in like esports and that you want to introduce, who's like a super, you know, computer analyst or whatever that can like figure out how you play your games and you like see like what your weakness is, they can like analyze the the game part of it. So that way you can kind of like start introducing the esports aspect. You know what I mean? So right. like, they could have taken this as like a platform to do something like totally different than what's like expected they from the past. Some cool celebrities, but like a Ronnie Two K interview doesn't get you anything. There's yeah. no good questions and there's no energy. Well, as soon as it's a one one layer question, as soon as you ask, yeah. you give a response and he's on to the next one because he's reading, so he doesn't think about it, you know, with his. Right, it's not a conversation; it's just a question. Right, it's a, it's a legit interview almost. 
If not, one, two, three, four. It's down the list. There's Ronnie 2K seems like the guy who would, who would be like, too. He'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to host it. I'll do, a, I'll do a great job. Yeah, I'm hosting. I'll get all these guys that I know to do it. He's beat. You're beat, dude. Get him out of here. Ronnie 2K? And, like, what a name, dude. Ronnie 2K? 2K20, yeah. Ugh. Ronnie 2K, 2K20. That's what his thing was? Yeah. Get him out of here. So he probably, it's like, Ronnie 2K, but this year only, you know. The next year he'll be Ronnie 2K, 2K21. We should take it. Take it right now. That's so fucking funny. We'll see how many there are. No. Oh my god, that's hilarious. What a goober. Um. Alright, so <laughs> let's talk about some actual st- strategery. <laughs> um, a little strategy. strategy. Wow. I can't talk tonight, dude. What's going on? Alright, I'm just going to not even try. What eight teams would you select if you were in this 2K team? So each player was able to select eight teams that they could choose from, um, like to play with. And in the finals, it went down. If you were like in the final game, you were able to, like, the way it worked out, they only had one or two teams left to choose from. So you can... You have to eliminate a team each time you play a game moving on. So that's why a lot of people played as the Bucks. And you heard that stupid story about Chris Middleton being an all-star, sacrificing his minutes, um, you know, but still getting more efficiency. Um, Giannis being an MVP. Right, <laughs> right, exactly, right. So um, which eight teams would you roll into this with? Um, Doge, I'll go to you first. Absolutely. Let me pull up my my guys here. Sure. I would take. I really like playing with the Celtics. Oh yeah, baby. Hidden's a dog. Um, the Bucks. Giannis is like almost a cheat code. He's so good. Uh, the Nets with with health, obviously, you get KD and Kyrie in there, and DeAndre Jordan. So it's a good look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakers, obviously, AD and Braun. Yeah. Uh, Clips with Kawhi and Paul George and. Just uh, just all the other dogs that they yep. come with anyway. So, Rockets would be fun. Definite, definite small ball, but they'll be fun. Yeah. Obviously, if there's good health, taking the Warriors would be a pretty solid team too. And then I'd probably have the Mavs because Luca is just a savage in two K as well. They're so good. He's so good. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, the only ones that I would have differently than you are. The, well, I just only have one, so obviously I like the same teams as you as the top. You're going to have to have your Celtics, or your, well, I mean, I'm going to have to have the Celtics, but Lakers, Bucks for sure, as everybody have has Clippers as well, potentially. I'm agreeing with you, and Mavs are a no-brainer with Luka and Porzingis. Um, <clears throat> Nets are healthy, so you got to use them. Rockets, uh, that duo is just unstoppable in 2K sometimes between Russ and Harden. And then I would go with the Pelicans um, just to play with Zion and some of their boys. They're, they're fun to get after. Um, but obviously, if you're, like, you can't knock the Warriors. Like, they're a great team, especially when healthy. So, like, I definitely was struggling between which last team I was going to put in there between the Warriors and the, 
Pelicans and the Blazers as well is another team I was considering yeah. with uh just because I love the boy Melo. So Dill, any uh, any different swaps there? Are you pretty similar as well? Uh yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Seventy Sixers. Wow. I'm gonna do the Lakers. Not this is not in order. I was gonna say the Seventy Sixers. That's your number one thing. The Seventy Sixers and Miami are the two teams that are different. Okay. Uh, the Nets, Warriors, Bucks, Clippers, Rockets, Lakers. Dang, no C's, bro. Terrible. I haven't played with them. I haven't played with a couple of these other teams, but... They'll definitely shoot a lot better than Sixers for you, that's for sure. <laughs> so, but like, I, I know my kind of game, though, so... <clears throat> I suck at shooting, too, so it's like... <laughs> gotta consider sure. that. Maybe that's why I just pick bad teams to shoot with. J-team, bro. But... I know Ben's kind of like a cheat code too. Like he's really fast and like just long, good athletic playmaking. Like, so as far as like, I'm gonna run that two three zone. Well, hopefully layups are worth two points still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Gotta make them. Um, so. Were there any people in this tournament that you think you could beat um, based on their ability and matchups and whatnot? So, um, run it back to you again, Doge. Anybody you think you could have beaten um, in the 2K tournament? Yeah, I definitely could have beaten Harry Barnes. He had a poor showing. Bad. Uh, Bad. Against, against Trey Young, he gave up like 101 points. It was the most points given up by far. And he got beat by like 40, 42, something like that. So I think I could give him a run for his money. Uh, he still put up 59 points. Definitely there were guys that scored less in their first round matchups. But if he's given up 101 to anybody, I feel like I could definitely get some points in there too. Yeah, no doubt. I definitely think he's one. I think Zach Levine uh, is definitely one you could beat. Uh, he was like asking DeAndre Ayton how to alley oop mid game. So. Um, I don't know how well he knew how to play. Um, and then there's somebody else that I thought just got smoked. Or, like, just didn't belong. I forget. Um, Who lost in the first round? So, <clears throat> Barnes looked really bad. Uh, Boogie looked really bad, didn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, it might have been Boogie. He played, what, Pat? Who played Pat? No, Boogie played Drummond, and he just got smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drummond yeah, turned yeah. on the gas in the second half. That's right. Who did uh, Pat play? Pat Bev played Hassan Whiteside, who was not... I mean, actually, he was pretty good, now that I think about it. He was all right. Yeah, but Pat put it on towards the end. Yeah, I mean, he was good when he was talking smack, for sure. Which was funny. So those three guys, probably. Uh, yeah, I don't think... Hassan Whiteside might have been pretty good. Who knows? We'll have to find out. I know Kyler Murray well, said he would have been able to beat everybody there, which I thought would be interesting. I would love to be able to find out. It'd be great. Yeah. Just, hey, do you guys want to DM? Oh, Sabonis too. Sabonis would have went down. Trash. Would have smoked his ass. He'll so sorry, sorry Ed. I think that's why too. Yeah, I just don't know. That's why I was thinking about that. I on can't my believe list. he did that. Doge, did you see that? No. Sabonis went with the Pacers, and he was playing Montrez Harrell, who went with the Clippers. It's like, dude, you're not, I mean, no offense, but you're not winning that matchup unless you're really good at 2K. Right. 
You gotta really like playing with. Or you gotta team. be like all in on Oladipo. You have to play them only, so you know exactly how to play them. Right. <clears throat> then, even then. Two K does Oladipo dirty though. He's yeah. Like one right now. It's so dumb. Yeah, he's a post injury, not chill depot, which stinks. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. What are you gonna do? Not pick him. Yeah, say not pick the Pacers. <laughs> so yeah, nothing funnier. Well, last thing before we head to halftime. Nothing funnier than, because Pat Bev is Mister. Like I'm up ten, so I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna start talking shit the whole time. Like, but if I'm down, I'm not gonna like talk as much smack. Like he's one of those quiet, loud guys. Which I would, I would consider myself in a similar category, but not that bad of a category. Well, like, how are you uh, gonna talk trash when you're down? Like, what are you gonna? Yeah, but not like, but he just is so quiet, and then he's so loud when he's up, like clapping, running around the room like a hooligan, like typical Pat Bev. Jumping you know I mean? around like, like ah! in your face, like talking smack, like you know, all of it, like trying to get in your head, which is hilarious. I I appreciate it, but. It's so funny that there's, it's not, you're not trying it when you're down or like even, I don't know, it's just funny. On and off the court, you know. Right, it's just, he's the same guy. But there's nothing funnier than DeAndre Ayton just beating the crap out of him as the Suns. Um, with, I forget who Pat Bev was using, um, and Pat Bev is just quiet, like the whole game, it was so funny. <laughs> and it was like in a series matchup, so like, he was like, oh, you're gonna use the Suns? And Ayton's like, I don't know, might as well. And he just, like, busts out the suns and beats him. It was so funny. So, shouts out to Aiden for that. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And uh, shouts out to the suns. They were the only, they were the teams in the finals. So, Aiden versus Booker, which is hilarious. So, maybe they were playing too much 2K? I don't know. Probably not. Very possible. Certainly could be. Um, all right, let's move to halftime then, gents. Dill? Yes. It's your time to shine, man. All right. Where can we find the cheap seats now? <laughs> All Social right. media. Facebook. The Cheap Seats Network. All right. It's fairly simple. If you're a long-time listener, a few-time tune-in-er, <laughs> whatever it may be, if you're familiar with it, you know it's easy. Facebook. It's four words. The Cheap Seats network okay sure. twitter same thing all right we got a good one this week ready okay. at okay the cheap seats uh-huh sn okay 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 can we get an okay from doge okay. <laughs> what is sn this week there is one Social norms. Ooh. No. I like that. Would be appropriate. Doge, do you have a guess? No. Farewell. (laughs) Every week, every week, he's like, nah, dude, not gonna beat that. All right. At the Cheap Seats SN for Supernova. Wow. Sure. It's nice and bright. Yeah, so I was just, I was like, you know what? Just for something special. Kind of like this podcast. Kind of like these times we're going through. There's something special, so. Supernova. Supernova. But no, 
at one, the Cheap Seats SN. Supernova one word or not? Uh, not in this context. Sure. Doge? What are we, losing on technicalities here? I mean, you're the one who's got to set it up, my guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm the one who writes the rules, so. Just making sure that's how we're doing it. At least for this segment, that's that's how the Twitter works and words. That's how grammar. So like I could do like language. sneakers and it would work? That's uh, not quite the same. <laughs> but I mean, it's similar. Yeah. So if you put SN, the first thing you think of is well, not No, I'm first trying to just thing. break your model. That's why I put that there. Yeah, but you can't put a candy bar to break it. It's going to break too easily. I just broke it, though. No. Doge, what's your, cut this nonsense out. Yeah, what's your thing that you got going on? Tell us where to get to the clubhouse. Yeah. Absolutely. On Facebook, you can find us at The Clubhouse. Twitter and Instagram. Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Chief Seats Network. And uh, hit us up. Follow us. Like us. Subscribe. Sure. All the above. Love it. We appreciate it. Uh, check out our page as well for T-shirt survey. Um, <clears throat> we're going to have that out. We're still uh, collecting funds. I know uh, we recently reached out and said we were going to collect funds to get deals with the XFL. And they uh, actually shut down. So yeah. we'll... Uh, we got a bigger, we got a bigger, uh, you know, goal to reach here, trying to get to the NFL. But <laughs> let's let's start by just selling some T-shirts. We need your help. So, you know, Dill needs some new gear. We need to camp. We need some campaign money to to get some, you know, marketing going. I'll we'll have to pay for some interviews, some guests potentially. So, <laughs> speaking uh, of like paying for stuff. Dude, what? Kick, I'm saying like, oh. kick it like camps. Oh my god, you act like it's supposed re- to be cheap. Dude, but it's like out. It's like sixteen hundred dollars for a day. Yeah. It's like Jesus. Oh my. You gotta pay to play. <sighs> That's true. Gotta pay to play, gentlemen. When you're in the NFL right. and you sign a big old seven million dollar kicking deal, <sighs> probably more like a two millioner. But that's. That sixteen hundred is gonna be nothing, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's all relative. That's what I'm saying. Everything's relative, gentlemen. Sixteen hundred right now is just not what we need to be dishing out. That's for sure. Speck in the dust. So, yeah, no, appreciate uh, all your help getting dealt with the NFL. We really need it. We really need it. So, thank you guys. Be big for the pod. Real big. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Second half, ladies and gents. Come on, come on. The Wheel of Debate. I need to get a theme song for this going. Uh, So if you have any suggestions, fans or you gentlemen, send her in. Okay. Let me uh, me spin this bad boy. Come on now. Goodness, taking a while. Oh, we got to spin him. 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 Come on, thousand. Big Come money. on, big money, big money, big money. We should just put something like that in there every time. Hilarious. Big money, big money, big money. No whammies. All right, ladies and gentlemen. 
This is hilarious. So a lot of people have been doing this debate recently because people have run out of debates to do. I... It definitely is a debate, but I don't think it's much of a debate. Ladies and gentlemen, who is the GOAT? MJ or LeBron? Dylan, the floor is yours. I'll give it to you first. All right. Because I want to see where you stand, you know, as a a fan of one of these guys. One word, two syllables. LeBron. That's all you have? Yeah, I mean, just like, you know, that's what I'm saying right now. Are we, you know, going right. to do full explanations right now? I don't want to convince you. I want, I, want to, I want to get you guys' fresh thoughts, and then we can debate that. Because I'm going to be like, ah, ah, if we all think LeBron. I'm then... Team Mike for sure. Okay. I'm Team Mike. Wow. Now, is are these strictly because of championships? Um, I think there's a lot involved here, if you want my full take. I will go, the six for six is pretty nice. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's... A very nice stat to have. A good feather in your cap. Especially with the MVPs. It's very nice. Okay. Um, Certainly has that. I just think the the Jordan brand, that change that like superseded basketball, his aura, um, I think his winning attitude is something that you can't replace. I think that's what would make him the GOAT. But I think that, um, with caveat, that if LeBron somehow plays like 25 years... Or, you know, 22, 21 years and it's still at this high level. Yeah, we might have to give it up. His career's not over, I can't say. But right now, I would have to say, Mike, for those reasons, I think this big documentary is really going to help a lot of the LeBron people as well. I just think that, for example, a big case against LeBron for me is the finals against the Mavericks where he disappeared um, in that first finals with the Heat. Um, and he, he just wasn't as good, which even whatever he learned from that. And then he, they became a, a unbelievable team and were incredible the next year. So, um, that's why he's one of the greats is he can learn from something like that. But yeah, I don't think Mike has a moment like that in his career. Um, and there's so many people that will defend him to the end of their death. Like that. It's like, I can't let Mike not be the greatest that I think. It's that too, and a lot of players say it's Mike too. So that's another thing. Like Magic and Larry were guys that thought they were the greatest, but they gave it up to Mike. I think LeBron would. I mean, I know he said he's the goat, but I don't know like what he would truly say. I know Kobe thought he was the goat too. It's like when you're up in that atmosphere, that's what you think. But um, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. For me, what it really boils down to is like generational, uh, like. You know yeah, who obviously. I watched, right? Like, no doubt, you've I seen. Watched, you've seen more LeBron. James. I watched LeBron go through his entire career. Like I've seen the spectacular things that he could do, especially because growing up in Ohio, we always had them on FSO Ohio or national TV games back. You know when he right, was like on the you're Cavs. A Cavs fan too. So you know I mean? I've seen what he can do. Um, I I mean I've seen plenty of Michael to the point where like okay like I understand why he is what he is and like how he. Right. did this but i mean if you also look at it, like there are multiple ways to look at okay he only got to six like yeah he won them but like the way lebron has been able to take teams every single one of uh lebron's teams is like in the contention yeah but you were even you're trash just saying, teams like, i don't know but you're just saying that is like also your advice of not seeing mike stuff too though like yeah he only yeah. got to six right but like 
I think those six were like where it was like the Warriors was like, all right, let's just pencil the Bulls in as a champ, like they're the champions. And it was not the case with LeBron and any of his right. So seasons. if, but why is that? Is that because of the people around him? I would say the league has gotten better, so that helps LeBron's case as well. Um, but I don't know. I think that, that there's just plenty of stories too about Mike doing like playing thirty six rounds of golf and then playing in a playoff game and dropping 45 I mean, going to Atlantic City yeah. it's like maybe we'll hear more about LeBron like that and it might be a little missing, more clear. missing two years and then coming back and going to three and, right playing you know, baseball so, for two years and being the best player coming back obviously is not a feat many people like that's something that's like okay that's goat worthy like that's for right. sure Dozier give me your if you got any other support for Team MJ what's your thoughts uh the rings are a help, obviously. The um, they had the wins record for the longest time until the, the Warriors got it in twenty sixteen. Which um, I mean, come on, dude, LeBron beat them. So what are we saying? Go. In technicality, the it's if you want to go by full wins, they tied the Bulls because the Bulls won the championship that year, and the uh, the the Warriors lost, so they had the same amount of wins actually. So there we go. <clears throat> um. So there's that. I believe but that. I think just like okay. the, the killer mentality, like whenever LeBron makes it to the playoffs, he's always like, all right, now you're going to get playoff LeBron. Like I feel like you were getting playoff MJ every single night, day in, day out. And I think that's like he never had a switch like, oh, I'm playoff LeBron. Now he was like, no, I'm just always MJ. Right. I think that's I think that's GOAT status. But, dude, I mean, so like I look at it in the view of like, dude, you can like – kind of try and still be the best and then you can just turn it on and just be like the greatest in the playoffs you know what i mean like that's something where i'm like okay like you can single-handedly carry a team throughout a season but it's not the greatest if they don't win dude it's not the greatest if they don't win but okay but i'm saying like there are there are times when it comes down to okay there it's more than just one person on a basketball court like it, there are times where it comes down to, like, no matter how good that individual is, other people... Like, dude, the JR move, like, that was one of the single-hand, like, most dumb things an individual could do. Like, he couldn't do anything in that moment. That, that was, was a teammate. I, I'm glad you pointed out and picked like, out LeBron James's best game of all time as the example. Like, yeah, of course, that's the game that you can point to for this for sure, but... That's I the didn't best even, like, game as LeBron has ever played I don't, played I mean, sure. I don't... I'm not... I didn't even look at it. Like, I don't even... No, but I'm just saying that, like, Think of that. course, it is, though. Like, statistically, the points and everything, it just, against the Warriors, like, you got to think that that's probably the best game. And then Jared fucks it up. So I agree with that. But they're never going to win that series. So when, when he somehow took the, the Cavs in, what, 2007, 2008 to the finals against the Spurs and just got smoked and obliterated, like, I mean, like, that was like a team, okay, you got there and you knew they weren't going to win. But it was like, they somehow found a way to get there and it wasn't like oh they have hall of famers like who are other like i know eric snow uh there as soon as you say like this one other guy's name he uh i mean yeah big z okay he's like a cleveland you know all-timer but like nba nba wise like he's not like no they didn't have a good team that's for sure on on and so when you look at that dude like I don't know, like, it was amazing watching, like, I didn't realize, because I was young, like, I didn't realize that those guys weren't, 
like now that I'm older, I know in the NBA like equivalent guys who like don't really have like an impact. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I realize the equals now because I'm older. I'm like, oh wow, like that guy just doesn't really do a whole lot. Right. Like <laughs> he just kind of stands there like and chucks up shots. Like I have two more points I gotta bring up. Go ahead. Yeah. One. Okay. For just a quick one. There is the game where Michael Jordan, and I'm not going to pick out games. I'm putting the quote here more, not the game. The game itself is obviously great, but he drops 52 on the Celtics in the playoffs. They lose that game. They lose a series. But Larry Bird is quoted after the game saying, they're like, what did you think of Michael's performance? And he said, I believe God himself came down and played as Michael Jordan today. Like, that's how good he was. It's like... Obviously, different quote, but like that's just from Larry Bird about but they lost. Uh, the Bulls lost. Right. So it's like it doesn't exactly. matter like how. <clears throat> but I'm just saying that's, great an individual is. Right. But my other point um, was just going to be about just like the consistency of of play on offense and defense. Okay. LeBron consistently is not guarding the best player on defense. And he lags. I know he likes to play off ball so he can get the he, cool he steals. Would, he would. get the fast breaks. Early in his career, he absolutely would be on, on the best yeah, guy. Yeah, but for Mike's entire career, he was guarding how, the best guy. But how big is LeBron in first compared team all to... Defense. How big, like the size-wise? You're like gonna, two inches taller. And how much heavier? LeBron's been rated at 250, carrying but 270. But that does like, that mean he doesn't get to guard... Like one of the better players on the other team, like no, but that's I'm saying for you, you're doing that over the course of 20 years. How many bigs play for 20 years and move the same way? Like they aren't going to be able to do that for 20 years, regardless. Like the physically, like it just doesn't happen. Okay, you know but he I mean? didn't but do like, it for 10 years. From like, even on the three, he wasn't doing it. From oh three, that's because he didn't have like he wasn't like he didn't have to. Like there were guys who were like the well, that's because he didn't want to because that's how they built their team because he didn't want to so when that happens why is that why are you taking that against him because when he michael built jordan was first team all defense like for consistently and multiple and more times like that's matters to me defense matters okay so that's i but, that's why i factor that in i don't factor in that they built a team around lebron so that he could do that because he can maximize his offense and play maximize his off ball when i'm sure they built mike's team i don't know about it I wasn't freaking you know, around then, but I mean, they had like a lot of, like it, it's also different because the NBA was was different with how you would guard people. Like you couldn't guard people the same way now. You know I mean? Like it's just different, right? You got a hand check back then. Time, back right? then, LeBron probably could have done that because he could size guys up and he wouldn't be getting calls on fouls. <clears throat> well, then yeah, but we can't just start so, judging the NBA by the different like. So that's why it's hard to, and it's all like generation. Like I watched LeBron. I think that. Based off of how much I've seen him, I don't think that there is a better. Like, like I don't think like I couldn't. I'm not capable of seeing something better. I've seen the highlights from Jordan. I've seen this, and like, it's just not the same. Like LeBron ran the East, the entire dude. He <laughs> ran the East. Like it, seriously. Like if you yeah, but like Mike ran the East and won when he ran the East every time. For six years, he ran the East, right? For, but over the course of how long? Like so how LeBron many... ran it for eight? So two more, and he didn't win as many? He won two championships? Three? Okay, so I think that when you do it for almost... A, when, you, when you do it for almost a decade, okay, 
Like, that's something to me that it's I think... It's the same time period. Michael Jordan just took two years off to play baseball. Okay, but he didn't... Yeah, so he didn't do that, though. But like, still... he, he wasn't there. He didn't do it. So that's saying, like, Le'Veon Bell could be good because he's not playing. Like, but, you know, in two Wait. years, like, he could be good. I just don't I don't think that his career... losses at all. Personally. But that's my... I'm not saying I... I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, yeah... He well, lost. No, like, he lost a couple finals, so he's he's pretty good because he lost some finals. But the fact that you're able to bring those teams to even get there, it's only two less than Mike, though. That's what I'm just. I don't. The numbers don't add up to me. When he's two less, and he's won four more or three more in the in the period. Well, but I don't know. I mean, just like how I don't think that like the defensive thing matters for me like the tenure First of team defense doesn't matter to you i'm not saying that but i'm saying like to oh. you that's like something that you you highly value i highly value the Absolutely. fact that he could that he could run like you knew who was going like okay if whoever had lebron was the favorite right okay it was the same thing that that mj had okay right but i saw lebron i saw I that. that i understand that part of it for so sure. like that's like there's it's not like something that it just is what it is. Right. Like, so that's your guy. I get my, it. I understand. I'm well, just... like, my value is the fact that he was able to do it for an entire pretty much decade, right? Where he had it for two, three-year spans. Right. Versus, what, eight years from 2010? He was there eight consecutive years, yes. To 2018, right? That's right. what it, Okay. Probably was going to go this year, Loki, as well. Yeah. So if you go that many times, like, like to me, it's the it's the teams that he's bringing there that it's like such a monumental step to even get there. And it, and like I said, like it's not one person that can like no matter how well you play, you still can't win. Like if you play like God and they still didn't win, LeBron brought these people who couldn't play up to a level that all of a sudden could. Like, who knew Della Vadova could do what he did until he did it? And you're like, holy shit. Like, and then since then, he's been okay. I, I don't know. But, like, he was able to pull that out of other players that, like, it's, it's like, dude, holy crap. Like, I don't know, uh, uh, J.J. Hickson? He had, like, a couple, he had, like, a good year or two with the Cavs. Like, then he was just throwing dunks down left and right. It's like, who, who? I forgot his name up until I was actually ready to get it out of my mouth. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, dude. I just think it's special what he does. And even because he's not a great shooter. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. Neither was Mike. I, I would say that too. I think Mike was a better, like, he looked better shooting. Like his form, I would say, yeah. Like, his sure. stroke, like, it looked prettier. You know what I mean? Like, Clay Thompson's stroke looks nice. Right. I don't, I'm not taking any way, anything away from LeBron James. I just... Yeah, I mean, that just is what it is. Like, it just comes down to... Dozier, I needed to get your thoughts on... Yeah, we just went in. ...the time spread of the six versus eight and the first team on defense thoughts as well. Yeah, I mean, we'll never know what would have happened the two years that Mike was out in baseball, but it was definitely in the middle of his window where he was absolutely dominant over the East, so... And just the entire league in general. Right. Why would uh, Why would you do that? Like that's like that's that's like another thing to me is like I mean, why that's important to me is like why would you do, like? He always wanted to be a baseball player. Because his dad died, and he wanted to play for his dad. 
There's also a conspiracy that the <clears throat> NBA made him because he was gambling too much. So, if you'd like to believe that, but anyway, sorry. That's. I think if you're gonna have the the tag of the greatest of all time, I'm with TJ on the sense that you got to play hard on both sides of the ball, and Michael Jordan just had a lot more success doing that. That's just my take. How many times do you remember? I mean, that's, that's hard to say. I, that's not fair because I was say, like, how many times do you remember a great play from Jordan, like defensively? But it's like we didn't watch it. Like I don't know, and you don't see the highlights of him defensively. They always right. show him shooting and scoring in the championships of, especially the shot over the Cavs. But um, the one I think of the most, if you're talking defensive for Jordan, dude, Pippen, like in in yeah. Rodman, like those, those guys. Are all times, they were with him the whole time. Like they were not with him the whole time for the most part. Pippen was, Rodman was not. Okay, well for the what the I don't know when he came in. One or two. But no, Pippen was. Yeah, no, I I mean they were drafted. Were they drafted together or I don't know how that was traded to the Bulls. I don't know how that was, but they were drafted like around the same. Uh, I think weren't they? I think Pippen is. Am I making that up? I think Pippen is younger than Mike. In terms of draftage. He came after him. Anyways, the story I think of for Mike, for defense for Mike, because obviously a little for LeBron, you think of the block, which is in, like the most athletic play that probably any of us have witnessed. But the one I think of for Mike is when they're in the Olympics against, I want to say Croatia, but I forget. Wherever Tony Kukoc is from. And Tony Kukoc is supposed to be on the Bulls. They drafted him, and he's supposed to be this super nice guy. And like, they're all like all the fans are hyped up about him, and Mike and Scotty both like take turns guarding him, and he literally doesn't touch the ball like the whole game, and like it's like they're like so in his grill, like it's like we're to the point where you're like, damn, like I kind of feel bad for this kid, like they're like they're really making a like a, a sham of him because he's supposed to be this huge offensive player, and they just completely shut him down uh, to like prove a point that like yo we're still the Bulls and we're still the guys that like you got to run with, so. Right. So Pippen was traded right. to the Bulls before the season. So he had his start with the Bulls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was 84 for Jordan, 87 for yeah. Pippen. Yeah. Right. But he was, like, Pippen was there. The He's always been a Bull, right? Right, right, right. Right. And then Robin came in later, obviously. So. Right. So I pulled up some things. I mean, MJ... For three years in his career, he led the league in steals. Dang. LeBron's going to have more points. Well, he already has more points, but I think. Yeah. He's going to have, he might break the points. Dude, just like his passing too is unreal. Like that's just something that's like, oh my God. Like I never, I don't see that. And like, once again, it, it comes down to like, I don't watch like these games. Like I wasn't tuned in as a. You know, Cavs fan growing right. up, learning about basketball, learning the NBA, like feeling out like sports, like right. in two thousand three, like he was like one of the main reasons why I started watching the NBA. He's like, oh, LeBron, right. like right. I, like I know he's going to be something special. And then he's on the team that like you're rooting. For. And he's an Ohio. Guy, well, like right. yeah, I mean that was the thing. It was like, oh, this whole Ohio guy is going there right. somehow, and like I didn't realize how crazy of it, uh, of a just coincidence that the team his hometown team had that pick that you know what i mean like right how it all just like the stars align if you will for that just it it that was special you know what i mean absolutely and, um 
I'm sure, like, if I had some time, like, you could find LeBron stats about, like, his uh, assists and, like, rebounds. Like, He's leading the league in assists right now. Uh, so it's a stat. And his 17th season. Like, that's a stat for sure. Like. That's a stat. Those types of things are, you know, when you're talking numbers, like, those are things that you have to look at. But, like, obviously the chips are, like, what you're playing for. Like, that's the whole yeah. reason. So right. it's, like, that's, like very something that you I mean like you know right I don't know LeBron's like stat list where I'm like oh this is better than Jordan right yeah I mean Jordan like never so the league in assists I mean they no no way he wouldn't average well, yeah. well that's why this season he averaged eight assists right a game. but from 1987 until 1998 he was the NBA scoring leader every single year except one Oof. for all the years that he played goodness so ten out of eleven seasons. All right, when Dang. when I when I want to see that also is okay. Who is out of that era that you're saying okay? Obviously that because it's that Maybe, like a, like who would I mean, be eighty seven is who like would the be a competitive like Larry Bird, Larry Bird like just is ending Magic Johnson Clyde right. Drexler. So like who's the next like shift? Whereas like now we have like ten guys in the NBA who could be the scoring leader. Like, I don't know if... Yeah, but to be at that, Kobe would have been a guy that did it pretty consistently. He was 90s. He was right at the end of that. I mean, you would have had, like, David Robinson. Yeah. Like, Shaq was in the middle KG, of that. KG, I think, did it he once. He got drafted, like, I don't think he was that old. Like, he got drafted in, like, 93. Shaq did, right? Yeah. That was all the way KG through 98. Against Mike. In the later year, and, like, his last, his second stint with the Bulls. But, I mean, that's a long time to be doing that. Yeah. 90, 95. For who? Garnett. Yeah. So, it's like, I think that in that era, like, he like he did have just, like, scoring-wise, like, who else, like, was there to compete with him, though? We just said, Larry, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Clyde Drexler, Kim Olajuwon. Didn't you say they were at the very, like, Patrick beginning of that? Like, they didn't, like, when did they retire? I'm not sure. Just pull up the scoring leaders from from that year. Larry Bird retired in '92, so Johnson. The '85 Celtics are like a really good team. Yeah, but so it was from, that might be like the like people say the '85 '86 Celtics might be the best team. Johnson was '96. Kevin. Magic. Yeah, so you had oh, nine Magic. years of Magic Johnson in that window. Yeah. In his per, like. Pretty primal Magic Johnson. Yeah, but Magic Johnson was also more of a passing guy. Like He led the league in scoring a couple years, too, though. Like He still scored a bunch. So there are a couple guys. Okay. Like it's... There's some all-time Hall of Famers in that time. Charles Barkley, for that matter, he scored a lot of points. <clears throat> yeah, Patrick Ewing. It'd be like if Steph just rattled off ten in a row. No, I mean, I'm like that's not like the guy, but like yeah, I'm just trying to think of someone who could do it. Harden, I guess, is probably the guy you would actually say. Uh, well, I think he's got two in a row. So I I think that on the way. I think that this is uh you know definitely a, something that uh on the wheel of debate that when you don't have uh yeah when you got you nothing don't, to talk about you always bust out. Well, no, 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 I'm saying like when you don't have the ammunition loaded up because these are just you know random 
Well, now we're just we're digging deep into this combo, man. Now, we're, now, but I'm saying like originally, like I mean, like we aren't gonna like have. But the, that's what the but that's I'm what the wheel of debate, you know, does. Right, it's not supposed to be a big old gets researcher, you. you know. Gets you going. Gets you going. Gets you going. Are we doing another one? Yeah, let's, we got one more. We got one more. Okay. All right, I got a I got a Bleacher Report thing of the top twenty-five best players in the nineties. Michael Jordan's obviously number one. Hakeem Olajuwon was two. Yeah. David Robinson. Yeah. Carl Malone. Oh yeah, Carl, dude, for okay. sure. Yeah. Scotty was five. Shaq. Charles Barkley. John Stockton. Sure. Okay. Clyde Drexler. Patrick Ewing. Everyone here says John Kemp. John Kemp, sure. Kimbe Matumbo. Mm. Reggie Miller. Mm. Alonzo Mourning. What year is this? This is just the nineties. Oh, okay. So the streak was from 87 to 98, so yep. that's why I'm naming for the 90s. Right. And they have Rodman in there, Gary Payton. But I'm saying, I'm going to, like, for me, like, I would want to see, like, okay, like, I'm, like, I, I agree that's pretty good at the surface, but it could be, depending on where these guys are in their career, that's what I'm saying, like, okay, that would take an extra second to look at exactly where, kind of, this lands. I mean, a lot of these guys played like all. It's just literally ten years in a row. It's just, I'm it's with the you. Same thing as LeBron's stat, just with scoring. <laughs> no, but I, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's it can be deceiving. Like, I agree. Every stat is deceiving. But I mean, it's every, every single one of these guys has where they when they played in the '90s too. Like Hakeem played every single year in the '90s. So did Carl. But when uh, were their best years? You know what I mean. Compare 90s. that to oh my god. The, the '90s, dude. Like Michael took the Jazz. Multiple times. Hakeem won in there, right? <laughs> and Carl Malone's like two all time in scoring in the NBA. Right. Yeah, Carl stole an MVP from Mike as well. Yeah, Clyde Drexler played nineteen ninety to ninety eight. Alright guys. I got the I spun the wheel. I'm ready for the next one if we if we are. I'm ready. It's such an interesting you would think that we set these up like this, like actually. Oh boy. Who is the most underrated athlete of all time? So not the GOAT. I mean, obviously they're a GOAT. It looks like the most underrated GOAT. Right. Like, first one that comes to mind just to get ball rolling, Tim Duncan. Easy. People forget about Tim Duncan all the time. He's one of the best power forwards in the game. He, if you seriously look at the stats, like, you're talking about how we don't have these pulled up and we're not ready for these. Like, I don't have the stats. But, and don't, don't kill me for this, ladies and gentlemen, but he has a better statistic career than Kobe Bryant. Like, when you look at championships and, you know, all your accolades, including defensive accolades at yeah. all. So that's one of the guys that I would put up on my list. Any uh, any other thoughts while we're here? I've got maybe one more if you're still all blanking on something. The first player that came to mind for me was Tim Duncan, so now i got to think of somebody else. Second came to my mind... Before I guess I want to steal it from you guys, but I already had I had one. Two chopped up, yeah. Well, I just thought of it while I was thinking of Tim Duncan. It's Ichiro. I think, he, like he's like yes. super good, but he's so underrated. I feel. I don't like. know. I feel like he was he was like fully like people just knew he was just a god. <sighs> but I don't. Think he's people, a baseball guy. People knew he was that good. People, dude, like. Like he's he a, he's a baseball. Run, so like people didn't care about like his play as much. Like it was like Barry Bonds and like. 
Sammy Sosa era, and Ichiro was on fire, just killing it for the Mariners. Well, he had, like, what, 200 hits and how many straight years or whatever it was? Like, I mean, like, just, like, stats that, like, people don't have. Right. Like, right. Back when you see, like, uh, pitcher stats, when they used to throw, like, 13 innings and 300 pitches. And, and then they like, throw the what? next day, too. Yeah. All right. Like, like, things that you just don't see, you don't see that very often or at all. And, dude, he had a cannon, too, which was sweet. Yeah, he was Because I remember the first time I saw him. He was such a good fielder. He was so fast. He was right. Just He's just... Like, he was the ultimate cheat code back in, like, Slugfest or whatever. Like, those games, like, back then. Like, Top in that five baseball. name in sports, too. Ichiro Suzuki just freaking rolled right off the tongue. Suzuki. So much fun to say. Yeah. Um. And his whole story is sweet, too. Like, the way that he takes care of himself and, like, the way that he goes about his preparation and lifestyle. Like, it's crazy. Right. Like, it's... Something like I don't think our culture here can imagine. Right. Like I just don't. Sure. I feel it. Um, Any other? <clears throat> okay. This is like just a total joke name, but like just to like before you said anything, Teach, like right. I was gonna say Ryan Lochte. Jesus. Just because it's like he's probably <laughs> one of the most awesome. overrated, like right. most hyped, but we aren't gonna talk about that. That's funny. That's so. Funny. <sighs> Underrated as far as like, um, like athleticism or just like under, most underrated athlete. That's just either. I mean, you could underrated athleticism if you want. I was just thinking of like a guy that everybody like just always kind of forgets about, even though he's like super good. So okay, this kind of goes in both. We we just heard about uh, who was it? Um, was it Demarcus Cousins talking about Julio Jones? Yeah. What, about having, like, the nastiest dunk he's ever yeah. seen. Yeah, And it was somebody that you know, and then he says Julio Jones back in high school. And he goes, that's the only video we couldn't find from back, like, in high school from those days because, like, they think that the buddy or whatever, like, who got dunked on, like, just paid it off. Like, so that way they, like, <laughs> got, rid got rid of, of it. it right. Yeah. So I think Julio Jones is, like, one of those players that's, like, dude, he's 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 never, like, thought of, but, like... I would be curious to see as far as him playing like basketball too now. After hearing that, like, what would he be in like a two sport athlete? Did you ever like, watch the TO in those? Like, or did you watch? I'm sure you. I'm sure you didn't because you never click on the damn links I send you. I'm calling you out on the pod. Doge does. Thank you. Did you watch the video of the so, like athletes from the other sports doing the dunk contest? It was like Chris Carter and Deion Sanders. And this, like, Michael Irvin. Yeah, Michael Irvin and all these, like, football guys. Back in the day? Baseball guys. Yeah, like, old school guys. It was was sick. Like, they weren't, like, super dope dunks, but, like, Chris Carter off the backboard, like, Tomahawk was, like, oh, dang. Like, okay. Yeah, they could get up. I mean, wide receivers, dude, they could get up. Yeah, of course. But it's, like, it's always nice to see them actually hooping. Like, I know we got. We are throwing a slam. Yeah, Griff, dude. Need more of that. It was tight. Ken Griffey? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Just old Griff. I'm trying to think of other athletes that are underrated. I think Westbrook, his athleticism is just, like, people don't understand. Like, he could play in any sport, I feel like. Like, he's, like, I don't think people get that. 
I think he's like yeah. To basketball people, yeah. He's like one of the most athletic dudes like there is, I think. Right? But like, I don't he's so crazy. Like I don't think people outside of the basketball world would be like, oh, like yeah, I know Russell Westbrook. He's so athletic. He's playing sport. Derrick Rose was not underrated okay. athletic, but like, yeah. dang, was he athletic when that he dude, was athletic. That dude had some springs. That was great, so, dude. Because he was. Talk about some flipping boing. You just trampoline, dude. It was great. Dang. Uh, so we got Duncan, we got Ichiro, we got Ryan Lochte. <laughs> um, it's hard to think of underrated players. Oh yeah, I mean it's just tough. Um, there's usually like. Because I am gonna think of who I. Is there anyone know underrated about? in the league right now? Like maybe not all time that we. You can think of. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, Clay Thompson. Like, Scotty you know, Pippen, but... I know we just got off of this combo, but he's definitely up there for, like, doesn't get credit because Mike just gets stroked as the best ever. Right. For sure. Well. I mean, because he is. But I'm sitting here, I give Scotty's due. <clears throat> it's like when LeBron's playing with Kyrie, but, like, the best version I've ever, like, of Kyrie. Like a first team all defense version of Kyrie. Or like defensive player of the year version of Kyrie. That existed, but it doesn't. He's too busy figuring out if the earth is flat or whatever the heck he's doing. <laughs> I don't know. Damn, dude. It's tough. I don't know, you know? Roy Holiday, maybe? For pitching? Like. Doc, old Doc? It's just like. I think, I mean, he could be. He's a dog. Kershaw now watching because people just think he's trash. See, I don't, I don't think he's. I think he's okay. Oh my god. He's okay. Here it is. He's a West Coast guy. We don't see a whole lot of games. I just firmly believe that the Astros have ruined his career. Look at the stats. Look at them and tell me. I don't know what they are. Stats team in your ass stats right team. Now. You ready for the stats here, Dill? Yeah. So here we go. Jose Altuve at home batted four seventy two, uh, five point or point five one three on base percentage, uh, seventeen hits, six home runs, twelve RBIs. On the road in Dodger Stadium, he batted one forty three. With a 286 on base percentage, five hits, one home run, two RBIs. Carlos Correa, 371 batting average at home, 211 away, 13 hits at home, eight away, um, 10 RBIs at home, four away. Bregman, 273 at home, 154 away. Um, Similar splits on the home runs, RBIs, 9, 6, and 6, and 4. Here's the big one, though, in my opinion. Brian McCann, baby. Batted 300 at home. Smooth 300. 9 hits, 1 homer, 7 RBIs. Batted .037 away with 1 hit. No RBIs, no homer. Guriel actually better away, so good for him. Uh, more RBIs at home. And then Gaddis, 300 at home, 200 away, 6 hits at home, 3 RBIs, 1 home run. So 
They're hitting more dingers, getting more RBIs, and obviously hitting better on the on the road than they are, or at home rather on the road. So, cheating scandal could have affected old Chris Shizzle there, for sure. That's just that was my my point there. Yeah. For, for underrated athletes. Any uh any more that you guys have, gentlemen? I do like Marvin Harrison. So what I was looking at, you know, Ooh. at the time the I was looking at some other underrated athletes. The article that I was reading was in like 2015. Sure. At the time, he hadn't been inducted to the Hall of Fame. He's actually been inducted in 2016, um, but he has the record for catches in a single season. Hmm. He is like eight-time Pro Bowler, but he was just quiet, not super outspoken like a lot of the other receivers of his right. time. I feel like he's just not brought up in that era as much as like a T.O. or a Randy Moss or somebody who are also just dogs, but he's he's definitely a dog too. That's so funny. Cause I was going to say maybe T.O. I was going to say maybe T.O. is underrated just because of his... Oh, he's underrated. ...getting too. slighted. Yep. But, um, so, uh, Dill, you have any more underrated athletes or Doge, I guess, anymore? I've got none. Are there any sports that we aren't, like, considering, you know, may, or that aren't mainstream that we aren't considering? I'm trying to think of a soccer player that would fit the bill. Like, kind of like Zlatan, but he's such a big guy that yeah, it's not. Yeah, he's... Like um, Neymar, like kind of. Golfer? Or like, like Neymar's not in that, you know... Michael Phelps. Like, Messi, Ronaldo combo. I don't think Michael Phelps... That's not, like, I mean... Right, so it's case. like, I mean, he's... He is, like... Like maybe like you could say like Phil Mickelson maybe yeah like I mean he's not like athlete but like underrated like but he, yeah that's talent, like the like athleticism really, you know? is like if you want to dive deep into the archives you can pull out and say Gary Player is underrated because he just has to compete against Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods and the goat argument but yeah like nine majors right Isaiah Thomas Isaiah Thomas Isaiah Thomas for the Pistons is so yeah. underrated their team was so good and he was such a beast. Uh, yeah, his, definitely. <clears throat> I, he I had the ankle game, right? Or whatever. Yeah, the game where he literally like almost broke his ankle. Well, and like, still, he, just, like, had he didn't even double. he didn't even have an ankle really. Like it yeah. was just like gone deteriorate. You can watch him like, limping up the court, and you're like, oh my god, that hurt so bad. Yeah. And he's just playing NBA level offense and defense. Like it's absurd. So that that was like a cool moment because there are some good stories from those those yeah. years on that team and those characters of uh, characters of sure. players on that. So for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right. Any last ones here? I'm gonna, if not, I'm gonna move on here to the old buzzer beater. Those are good ones. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Let's beat the buzz. Let's do it. Well, uh, good, good spins. We really got the heats going. I like it. What were, do we want to say? Like a teaser for what? Uh, Next pod. What? What something could be like? Or for like a debate, a wheel debate, like something to gnaw on. Yeah. You want me to spin it? Yeah. I, don't know, I just I saw a third spin up here. I'd like to spin it a third. <sighs> All right. Personally. I'm not saying we have to debate it necessarily, but it's like a you know, a little something to gnaw on. Right. Come back to. Have a have a week to ponder. Sure. Go through our preparation, watch some film. I know while we're pondering things, Doge, I don't know if you saw this or listened to Ryan Rosillo shouts out to Ryan Rosillo Pod, the Ringer, the boys. We we appreciate what they're doing. Mm. Um, but they are doing a 
roommate scouting report, so a self-scouting report about what you are as a roommate, but then also giving some of their worst roommate stories. So I think we all have a bunch of those, and that could be a great podcast, dude. So I think we should come back strong with that as, like, like what I just said for our week of preparation or whatever. Like, if we have that to chew on. I'll gnaw on that. Yeah. Here's your your wheel of debate you could gnaw on if you wanted. Okay. Who are your top five NBA players of all time? So that's something that you should have a little time to research and kind of get into on. You know, yeah, like that would right. be a good one. Yeah. Especially, that'd be I'd be weak in that category because I'm not a, you know, all-timer, classic kind of player guy. Like, But that could make it interesting. Yeah. For no the doubt. Debate. No doubt. But, uh... Let's hit these buzzer beaters, gentlemen. Josh, yeah. where do you want it, brother? Top of the key, dog. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dill sets the pick. Out swinging out the Doge. Doge, top of the key. Three. Bang. Two. <laughs> Kyle Wagner officially started his career on my NBA My Player. Huge. That's actually big time. Oh my gosh. Who? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The dude's a dog. It's a slashing small forward. Looking forward to getting him some more minutes here. Uh, had to pick a hometown from four different teams. He uh, he was a Chicago guy. Got drafted by his hometown team. Wow! No huge. way. Need to get his need to get his name up in the banners. Okay. So. Got to get there. Yeah, retire. What what jersey number did you go with? Thirteen. Okay. You're a part of the problem too, then. Interesting. Lucky thirteen. You're a teen. Oh, that's fair then. I was gonna say okay. for my. Now you got to give your buzzer beater first. I got my take about the the jersey numbers for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. But go for it. You're, you're, I know you got something. All right, else so go for it. All Come right. on, Dill. Don't. No, you're not. No, that's, that's good. Oh, that that's was it. Good. I think it's something else. I'm just looking forward to getting his name in the rafters. Oh, okay. My bad, then. Excuse I thought me. you were passing that off to me. No, that's what you were saying. So, like next, like and I was no, like, yeah, no, no, well, no. I can if you want. No, no, no. Go, go, go. So, Doe, speaking of your low jersey number, I know we talked about this briefly before the pod, but let's get it on wax here. There is an epidemic going on other than COVID-19, and it's NFL wide receiver jerseys being in the teens. So, if you look on, I went to, I believe it was uh, Pro Football Focus. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not sure where I was looking. I was looking up a bunch of different places today because I was just so intrigued, but I looked up the top 40 receivers in the NFL, and only four of them I could find had jerseys in the 80s. Everyone else was in the teens. I'm talking your Julio Jones. I'm talking your Godwin. I'm talking your uh, your Gallups. I'm talking your uh, Hopkins, your Stephon Diggs. Everyone is in the teens, except... For Mike Williams, Devontae Adams, Sterling Shepard, and Tyler Boyd. I just so I really hope we can get some good uh, some good old receivers here in this next coming draft to have some eighties. Uh, but I fear the trend of wide receivers being in the teens will continue. So Doge, I like to see that you got lucky thirteen, but if you were in the NFL, I'd like to get that number up in the eighties. So, so I know that we were we were talking about thirteens and wide receivers and this and that. We were trying to figure out where Mike Evans was thirteen. Yeah, because it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Of course, it yes. Is. And eighty-seven coming soon. 
Tampa uh, Bay. All right, so <laughs> Tampa Bay is so funny. I have to get you one of those shirts. I have to get both of you that shirt. The Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, and I want one too, just to have it. <laughs> Tampa <laughs> Bay is so freaking hilarious. Like, <laughs> I love how they're like everyone's embracing it. And then he's like, yeah, I can't believe Drew never called it Drew Orleans. And I'm like, what a freaking guy. Oh, man. He tweeted that out. Like, Tom Brady tweeted that out. Now he is. Now he's got it. It's coined. I'm sure he does. Also, can we talk about this real quick, about coining? What? Coining. What's the di- What do you mean? Like, when you coin something, right? What? But, like, what does that legally mean? Like, a... Like no. when you're coining a phrase, you're just like starting it up, or are you trying to say like, like it's like I'm like here, like I've been using this, but I want to like, like officially like statement. You want to own it, so that's a trademark. This is like it, like I'm I'm about to say it, because I haven't. You're about to coin a phrase, is that what you're saying? And yes, and you. Oh, okay. And you're under. I think you know what phrase I'm going to say, but and if you don't know, you're going to know as soon as I say it. Okay, but I know what you're going to say. Let me let me get the this number. Is based on your buzzer beater. Um, so we'll include this in just because it's football related. I think I know what this is. So, can I, uh, let me get this correct real quick. Can I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. What's the, you're coining a phrase. Yes. I think you, I think you're going to say sweaty palm time. Oh. But that clearly not though. Based on that reaction. Yeah. So, <laughs> so not not this. Uh, Which you should coin as well while we're in the term of coining. Yeah. I mean, that's something, you know, sweaty palm time. This is probably going back to college when I was playing and my roommates and buddies and stuff uh, that I would be playing stuff and it was sweaty palm time. You know, I, this just sounds super funny, but I would have a fan sitting in where my hands were. So my hands would have uh, airflow. For sweaty palm time on the controllers, so you know it's any sort of high, high intensity, gut wrenching moment of anticipation and exhilaration. So, sweaty palm time is one. Okay. I'm so intrigued to hear what the other one's gonna be. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Wow. I think it. I don't know if I've heard that. So this is something that I haven't heard it. Uh, this is something I've Tweet been saying. Tweet it out right like, now. Tweet it out right now. Okay. Well, we're doing we're doing from the cheap seats. Okay. Christian freaking McCaffrey. Sure. CMFC. Because he just got his extension too, so that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up. It's like okay, that's relevant football news. That's something cool all right it's something gives me some juice to yeah the next guy to get paid to. Uh, is joe mixon i'm not excited about it all right I'm not hashtag what i'm not a huge fan of his he's all right to me i like him i don't know if he's worth that much money to me i didn't i didn't even like when we drafted him he literally broke all in his face i was gonna say he's certainly not a stand-up dude no and he really doesn't he gets good fantasy points, but he—he he might like be hella dope next year with like a, a little lot more of an offensive attack, potentially. Everybody says he's super dope in the league. I know everyone does. I'm just not a fan. All right, what else? Are you oh, you're you're tweeting it. Yep, getting it tweeted out right well, now. So, what is your buzzer beater though? 
So my buzzer beater has to do with some football. Dosh, you'll you'll appreciate this. Okay. When I talked about, you know, watching some old games and recordings and stuff like that, <clears throat> I have the Florida uh, Gators and the Georgia Bulldogs game from this past fall when the Gators, unfortunately, couldn't really, uh, you know, pull it out. And it was actually, I just, dude, even though it's not midseason, it doesn't matter because the season's over, but I felt like, oh, man, like, if we win this, like, we can, you know what I mean? Like, this is, like, ah, our season. Right. And, dude, it was yeah. just so ridiculous how... We just couldn't do anything. It was like, dude, what are we doing? Like, yeah, I don't know. So, this was this was something. Oh shit! It's uh, I gotta find it again here, but I know exactly where it's at because I found I it the other day. I just want to say, if I would have pulled out Christian McCaffrey out of nowhere, that would have been so absurd. Would have been wild. That's why I'm like, I don't know if you've heard it before, but if you have. Well, I didn't even know you were going to talk about Christian McCaffrey, so that's why, like, if I'd have just pulled that out of nowhere, that would have been so crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that would have been nice. Speaking of, he just got paid. Well, that's, yeah. that's what uh, it was all kind of tying it 16 into. 16 mil a year for four years, I think. That's yeah, you got an extension. Highest paid running back ever. Yep. I mean, rightfully so, man. He was worth it last year. Absolutely worth it. So, if Big it's... old Derry Sanders. If it's okay, I'm going to see if we can get some audio here. Dude, what are you looking for, bro? For, it's coming up right here. Don't worry. Something from our our trip a couple years ago, right? With little Joe Burrow. In that moment, I don't know if you remember specifically. I know exactly what you're talking about, but we gotta get to it, my guy. We're deep. We're deep in this pod. Jordan LeBron took a lot of time. That yes. But rightfully so, it deserves the time it, it took. It deserves time. We needed more Doge chat, like always. What are we going to do? It's hard to get in there. I know. You just got to make some noise. Just shut us up. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going to play the the audio from the last time, I believe, that Jerboro was defeated in college, correct? No. He lost to A&M after that. Oh, and that huge? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, one of the last times. Last time that Florida... You know, the only reason I know that is because Stephen A. Smith went on and shit on the Bengals today and talked about how Joe Burrow's going to have a worse career for, than Tua like, by far because he's going to go to the Bengals. It's like, if Tua goes to the Dolphins, you think he's going to have a better career? Like, get the fuck out of right. here, Stephen A. Like, the Bengals aren't that bad. Like, just because Carson Palmer was shit on him, Marvin Lewis needed to go 10 years before he actually went, like, doesn't mean we're garbage. Like, we've been to the playoffs five times more than those teams. Like, in the past decade, I just... Stephen and I get out of here. So here's the audio from that play. Just a little homage to live stadiums, venues. Get her going, audio guy. Yeah. Somebody's screaming like a freaking pig. So... Yeah. squealing like a pig. I, <laughs> We're gonna have to cut that. I'm not sh- Yeah, I don't know how much you how much you'll be able to get that. Uh, Why don't you just send me that? So anyway, um, I was going through some videos and stuff, and I saw that trip and whatnot, and you know, I watched that game and I thought, shit, just enjoy the old pig squeal for a couple <laughs> <of them. laughs> 
It's a that t- was so crazy. That was such a wild moment. So that was, for the people who don't know the actual moment, uh, that was when Florida picked it off at the very end of the LSU-Florida game down in the swamp. Uh, what was that? That was October 6th, 2018. And Joe Burrow threw a pick underneath, uh, threw it a little, little late, a little behind, and the uh, Florida defender underran the route. Pick sixed it, housed it. Great moment, great moment. Big time. Dude, that game was. We were so tired after that game. That was. Anyway. We were gassed. <laughs> Talking about being gassed. This is a buzzer beater that's been way too long. The shot's been in the air for forty-five you minutes. You have literally the whole crowd left. Like everyone left, and you're just standing there about to shoot. Like you're like getting, the, and then you finally shoot, and you're like look around, and you're like, oh, damn it, everybody's gone. No, I'm kidding. That was it. Was worth it. It was the COVID stadium. That's yeah, what that you're would just be. playing with no fans, right? COVID stadium. Did you see the clip while we're in COVID stadiums? The clip of the Chinese baseball league. Uh, first of all, no. no, I sent that. That was crazy. Okay. With the fans. The Japanese, right? I think it's so. Chinese. I, I thought it was either way. It's probably Chinese. I don't know. Because I remember, robots. I remember thinking it was Japanese, just because like I know Japan obviously we, has a lot of baseball leagues. <clears throat> we're adding a hell of topics yeah. here at the end. Getting shots up. Uh, there were robots. Robo fans, by the way. I don't even know what and I was going to say now. I don't even know what I was going to say. Because we've had someone. You're saying, speaking of the COVID stadium. Yes, thank you. Did you see Stone Cold doing the WWE championship? And he's like, let me hear ya! All right! Because like, there's nobody in there and it's just so freaking hilarious dude there's oh. a hilarious clip where he's like can i get a hell yeah no that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about yeah and nobody <laughs> says anything oh shit hell yeah it's so fucking funny <laughs> all right i got no time left so i'm gonna get it off quick ladies and gentlemen today in honor of fcc i'm rocking the parlay kit from last year because we have narrowed down our list of managers to a few candidates, two major ones being Yap Stam, a former Man United player and well-respected name across soccer right now. Uh, the guy that I would really want us to grab. Like, If we find out that he's our manager, I'm going to be super pumped. I would lose um, it, dude. That'd be so hot. Dude, he would it'd be unbelievable. Like, He would bring in names that you wouldn't even think of. Like, He's so, so well-respected. So give me some Yap Stam. Um, if not... Uh, the other name that was mentioned, Dominic Kinnar from the LA Galaxy. Um, really excited about this name as well. He has been to the semifinals of the MLS uh, Cup uh, for the past eight years with whatever team he's been on, which is the Galaxy, as well as Toronto for a couple years, I believe. So he would also be a really good guy, and excellence seems to follow him. So both of these names would be huge, huge names to have. And uh, I would really like to see us name one of those guys soon so when we get back, we actually have you know, a leader and a direction we want to go. So give me some Yopstom. I need that Man U connection. I think that would be really, really cool. Let me tell you. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, great episode we had here. Uh, we're going to have another good one for you here uh, coming soon. We're also going to have a great episode with Buddy Copas post-draft so hopefully the Bengals take Joe Burrow Doge or if not we're gonna have a where like roasting Mike Brown pod potentially so that would be just as entertaining 
Um, but uh, like I said, we appreciate you guys being on. Dill, we appreciate the takes, appreciate the thoughts. Um, Boom. Mike's better. Uh, Doge, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Doge, we appreciate you being on, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. And then thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. This is The Clubhouse. Thank <laughs> you.